Welcome. You are listening to the Learning to Believe Again podcast with your host, Brittany Bexton. Where do you begin when you're learning to believe again? Hi, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. I have Patty Bruner on with me this week. We're going to continue this subject about fasting. And Patty has an awesome story from a corporate fast that we did together recently. And I actually kind of took part in what happened. So I thought it would be fun to have her on and we could rehash what happened during that fast. So just for a quick recap, last week we talked about fasting, the reasons for fasting and prayer. And one of the reasons we talked about was for breakthrough in areas that we've been contending for. Because sometimes in an area that you've been contending for for a long time that doesn't want to budge, fasting can actually be a key to breakthrough. We see an example of Jesus saying this in Mark, where he tells his disciples that this kind can only come out by prayer and fasting. And he's referring to casting out demons. So we know that prayer along with fasting can be a key to breakthrough. So in today's episode, we're just going to give an example of what breakthrough during a fast can look like. We also talked about how God can speak to you more clearly during a fast and reveal keys and revelation and bring up heart issues. So this week's focus will be mostly on breakthrough, but we are going to share a little bit about how God can speak during a fast too. So I'm excited to have Patty on. Welcome, Patty. Thank you for having me back. Thank you for coming back. I kind of dragged her into this last minute because I knew about this testimony. So, <laughs> yeah, yes, you actually remember a lot more of it than I do. So I'm going to let you talk about part of it, too. So we recently did a corporate fast mm-hmm. with yes, Prophet Shamel Solomon. Yes, she did 40 days of prayer and glory and fasting. Yeah, glory and so, fasting, I think is what we called it. Yes, we called it glory and fasting. And we, during those 40 days, had live prayer together every single day for 40 days. And we fasted together for the 40 days. And during that time, a lot of people experienced breakthrough in different ways and in different areas, which was awesome and wonderful. And God spoke a lot during that time. Yes. So... Patty, do you want to tell them a little bit about what you've been contending for before we go into the breakthrough that you experienced? Uh, Sure. Uh, One of the things that I have been going after for many years is financial breakthrough, which is something that's pretty common with a lot of people. But, you know, I've been going after debt free, being debt, becoming debt free and being freed up to be able to be more of a giver, more of a sower, more of a, um, well, actually even increasing tithe, you know, all the, all of those kinds of things, as well as being able to live financially free and, yeah. and not having, uh, having a lot of the, the burdens uh, connected to carrying financial bondage, we'll call it that. And so that's, that's one of my main things that I've been going after. Yes. So during the fast, You know, I talked last week about how God will sometimes speak really clearly during a fast or reveal things to you that you don't know. But 
one of the neat things is he doesn't always just reveal things to you for yourself. Sometimes he reveals things to you for other people also. And I think that there's like a special way that this actually happens when we fast corporately together. Yeah, I think it's true. I think you're right. Because even though we each have our own individual needs and things that we're each contending for, we're actually going after things as a corporate unit. And God loves it when we come together in prayer. So he will often speak to people about other people that are on this journey with them. So one night during this fast, I had a dream. And in the dream, I was with Patty. Mm -hmm. I love this. I love this. Go, go, go ahead. (laughs) And we went outside and in the dream outside of her house on the street was this big giant metal iron thing that was in the ground. And I knew that it had to do with like the sewer system and the water system, but it was unnecessary at this point. It was old. It was like an ancient thing that had been put in by the people that originally inhabited the area, but that it was no longer needed. And the city in this dream had required Patty to remove it. Even though it should have been the city's responsibility, they were telling her that she had to do it. And it was this big iron thing that was buried in the ground. And Patty in the dream was telling me, I don't know how to get rid of this thing. I don't even have the tools to get rid of this thing. And I looked up the street in this dream and there was a man in a work truck. And I thought, you know what? You're right. You don't have the tools, but I bet he does. And we asked this guy in the work truck for help. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty much the dream. But I woke up being very aware that this dream was about Patty and for Patty. And, you know, angels can show up in all different ways in dreams, but angels generally will show up in a helping format. Sometimes angels show up as a person and you just can't quite place who they are or their face, but they will generally have a helping role. And I knew that this man in the work truck with the appropriate tools clearly had this helping role and he must have been an angel. And I reached out to Patty and I said, Patty, I believe the Lord gave me a key for you in my dreams last night or this morning. It was probably the wee hours of the morning. And I said, so this is the dream that I had. And I shared the dream. And then I told her that I believe that God wanted her to ask for angelic help. Because in the dream, she didn't have the tools, but the man up the street who was the helper angel, he had the tools and he was able to do it. So this thing that she was contending with that seemed immovable wasn't to this other person who had the tools. So I was like, it's time to call on the angels because you might not have the tools, but God supernaturally has the tools and the angels have the tools to help you. So you need to ask for angelic help. So we talked back and forth a little bit that day about what it might look like to ask for angelic help and how to pray that. And I'm not actually sure exactly what you did end up praying, Patty. <laughs> I remember we were also talking about the symbolism of all these different, you know, a bunch of other things in the dream because I was, I was confused and, and it makes so much more sense now. But at the time I was like, what, wait, what, <laughs> you know, um, but I honestly don't remember exactly what I what I prayed either. But I, I I remember going, well, that makes sense to me. Lord, dispatch and deploy all of your helper angels. I think it was something as simple as that. Because it yeah. lines up with scripture. It lines up with what God's word says to do, that he's the one who dis- he's dispatches and deploys them. And they're there 
to be helpers for us and we're to ask for angelic assistance. And so I did. I think, honestly, I think it was as complicated as that. I mean, <laughs> that, that was, it just doesn't have to be complicated. I'm pretty sure that it was pretty simple like that. Yeah, it doesn't have to be complicated. Just like you said, God gives us a key. Sometimes his key is one word and all you have to do is speak it out. You know, he said to ask for angelic help. So you did. So then the very (laughs) same day, remember, we were doing this corporate prayer and fasting together with Shamel Solomon. Right. And Shamel was going live every day to pray with us and she would be getting words from the Lord. So we go live that night for our prayer time. And Shamel's prayer time and word for that night was about angelic help. That's right. That's right. It was almost <laughs> specifically talking about the fact, that it, bringing up the scriptures and, you know, what God tells us to do to ask for angelic assistance. Yes. And she said, God is sending out angelic help to help you break through. And she says this, and I'm like, I literally just had this dream this morning and told Patty. So I send Patty a message and I was like, <laughs> you're being put on notice, Patty. <laughs> it was so, it was so amazing and so fun. And, and, oh, just, I love it when God does that, where he confirms and he confirms and he confirms. So it was awesome because it, right. It was just that, you know, it's like I had the word for Patty and then Shamel confirmed the word. It was the exact same word, but not as that particular word was for all of us, but Patty got it double dose that day. That's true. So she prayed that simple prayer, just asking for angelic help. And then we can't remember the exact number of days, but it was somewhere between one to three days afterwards. I I don't think it was, I do not believe that it was, I do not believe it was more than three days. It was super, super close to the time that I had, that I had done that prayer. I really think it might have even been the next day. It, it, it could was, very well be. I just am not confident and I don't have everything written down. So I'm not willing to say, to say that. But it was super, super close to the prayer. Because, it was yeah, quick. it was super quick. So what happened? Tell them what happened. <laughs> so and, and you can probably hear me grinning as I'm saying this because it still tickles me. And yes, I know that's a, a, an old phrase, but it seems appropriate. I still get tickled with the whole thing. What had happened was... In the middle of the workday or at the beginning of the workday, I get a message from a friend, mutual friend of ours and a friend of mine and said, hey, I just sent you something, an email. I felt like I was supposed to give you this gift card um, and, and it's coming in this and, and they said how, how it was ar- arriving in my email and that it was not junk because honestly, if they hadn't told me that, I would have completely completely deleted it because it truly looked like spam. It it had the whole weirdness in the, the the address and the whole, everything was strange. So I was like, oh, that's so wonderful. Thank you so much. And so I went over and I, and I quickly looked and I could see, and I said, and I, I, I asked him, I said, is this such and such as this it? And they're like, yep, that's it. And so I said, thank you so much. And I was just so excited that somebody thought of me and they were sending me a gift card. And, and that just gifts is one of my love languages. So that was just wonderful. And I had to go back to work and keep doing things and, and my job. And uh, later on, I had a break. And so I thought, you know what, I need to check on that. Because you know, a lot of times when you get those kinds of gift cards or certain things like that, you have to do some extra steps to confirm it to activate and all that kind of thing. And I thought I had no idea how to do that for this particular kind, because the format was totally different. 
So anyway, in my head, I had imagined this two-digit number of the gift card. And like I said, I was so happy. I'm like, how fun. This is so great. I can buy whatever uh, from Amazon. And so I go in there and I, I actually do all the different steps. And I get to the point where I, I've loaded the gift card into my Amazon account. And then I see the amount of the card. And, and my, this is this is my response. And you can feel free to laugh at me. My response was, oh, my word. Oh, my word. Oh, my word. Oh, my word. <laughs> I just, it was 10 times the amount that in my head I had imagined. Literally put a zero at the end. And I was so giddy. I, and again, I know these are really old words, but it was just <laughs> exactly my response. And I was so excited. I'm like, look what you've done, God. Oh, my goodness. And I was so excited. And, um, and then he started making me, he, he, he brought to my mind, you know, the pro, the principles of sowing seeds and reaping harvests and, and he made me think, I wonder if I had given a seed sometime in the last year that was that initial two-digit amount that my mind had come up with for the gift card. And I thought, I wonder if this is a 10 times the seed I'd sown of something. And a lot of times I have no no means of checking of, of you know, because sometimes when you give to something, a ministry or a person's organization or, or, or a person, you, you don't have a tracking method um, because of how you how you did that. So I, I know that I had done a lot of things that I hadn't been able to do that. But I did go back through the things that I did have. And back in January of 2023, I saw I had actually sown a seed of that two digit amount. Now, as to whether that was the seed, and this is a 10 times, I don't care. I was just so excited. <laughs> I was so excited because look what God did. And to me, this is the the first breakthrough of this freedom that I've been going after and all the different elements of financial freedom and financial breakthrough. And, and this is, this is beyond just the normal responsible human being elements of not spending more than you earn and etc. But this is, this is a pretty, a pretty amazing thing what God has done. So I'm still I'm still excited about it. Yes, it was so awesome. And the timing of it was just so amazing. Oh, yes, absolutely. It was like it was no question the correlation. Yeah. So we talked about God giving keys and speaking more clearly during fast and how we fast for knowledge and wisdom from the Lord and we fast for breakthrough. Yes. So this is a perfect example of all of those things. Here, Patty had been contending for financial breakthrough. And, you know, financial breakthrough can come in all sorts of ways. It can be a raise from work. It can be checks in the mail. It can be debt miraculously paid off. Or it oh. can be a gift card or cash in the mail or in your email, you know. So here, Patty's been contending for that. We've all been contending for things corporately. So the Lord gives me a dream. The Lord gives Shamel a word for all of us, which aligns with the dream for Patty. God dropped this amazing key to Patty. And as soon as she uses the key, a day to three days later, she gets a breakthrough. Yes. Literally money in the mail. Well, the email, but yeah. <laughs> so I just love that. I love that. I thought it was such an awesome breakthrough and so clearly God, like it spells out so clearly the way God works and how he can work 
in and through us in community and when we come together corporately and when we give him the sacrifice of our fast by putting him first and choosing to focus everything on him. Yes, agreed. It was absolutely uh, a joy to experience and believe that it is the beginning, not the end. And it's going to be fun. It is. It is. It makes me think of Amos 9.13. You know, a blessing isn't the end of blessings. A blessing is the beginning of blessings. You know, it says in Amos 9.13 that everywhere you look, any any moment now, blessing, blessing after blessing, everywhere you look. I'm, I'm butchering the words a little bit, but that's the basic gist is that it's like so fast your head will swim, blessing upon blessing everywhere you look. And it's this concept that It's not just one thing. God blesses abundantly. He can bless in all areas and he can bring one thing after another. So Mm -hmm. we thank you, God, that this is just the beginning of breakthrough. We thank you, God, for your breakthroughs. And we thank you, God, for giving us this beautiful example of how you work when we give you our time and we give you our focus in a fast and prayer time. So, oh, such a blessing to have you on, Patty. I hope this encouraged you listeners and that this encouraged you to take time to do a fast. Patty and I were not doing total fasts. We were fasting very specific things that the Lord led us to fast. So this this doesn't have to be something where you're giving up all of your food or you're only doing liquids. It doesn't have to be that intense. In fact, most of the time it probably shouldn't be. Let the Lord lead you in what to fast. Ask him. Ask him what he wants you to fast. Mine had to do with what I was drinking. He wanted me to only drink water and milk with no flavor. That was all. Well, and I think too that like like we've said uh, before, fasting is food. Biblical mm-hmm. fasts is food. Other things that you give up or you abstain from, that's wonderful. It's an add-on, but fasting is actually food. Now, for me, I was through the end of January. I have been during the work week, what God told me to do was fast from going and getting lunch at fast food restaurants during the five-day work week. Now, I could go into the grocery store and I could buy real food. I could go home and eat food. I could go into a restaurant restaurant and, and, and do that. But actual fast food, I wasn't, he didn't want me to do. And it was because of some things and some habits that I had gotten into that he, that he was breaking me out of. And then he had me add on a particular food to not buy from the grocery grocery store that I had also been going to and relying on too much, but it has a couple ingredients in it that my body doesn't do that great with. And so he had me to stop that. And so I, that's predominantly what I was doing. And so what it ended up being me doing was that's horrible English, but what it ended up doing was I would, I would basically be fasting for almost 24 hours between meals because of when I ate and when I would eat again, that it was, it was a good amount of time. So that was, that's been a, it's been a challenge, but it has definitely, um, focused me, focused me on, on him in a different way. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, And I did in the last episode, we did talk about how fasting, it's about what you're ingesting. It's about food, Mm -hmm. drinks. It's about that. It's turning down the plate. It's turning down a food item. But yes, so you don't have to do a crazy fast without food. You can let the Lord lead. And there's still massive breakthrough to be had. because. absolutely. God's the one that gives us the grace to fast. And if he's leading the fast 
and you're allowing him to guide you in it, there will be breakthrough. So I hope that encouraged everyone. And I hope it encouraged you to even take time to do a fast and also understand the power of doing fasting corporately when you're doing it in community, because there is something when we come together and we are agreeing for breakthrough. It's very powerful. Anyhow, Patty, do you have anything else to share with the listeners to encourage them before we close out for this episode? I think the only thing that just came to my mind when you asked that was do not give up. Keep contending. Keep, you know, I have several scriptures that that have been on part for years, and now they apply to these things that I've been going after um, with God now with a fast in addition. And it's like, don't give up. Be persistent. Keep on knocking. Keep on asking Him. Keep on connecting to Him and listening to him as you pursue these things be that be like the the scripture that talks about that persistent widow who just did not give up and she was relentless going after this with god and and the scripture that says keep on knocking keep on asking i think that would be the biggest thing that i would say is keep going do not give up because we honestly do not know if we are literally our toes are on the threshold of breaking through that barrier. And if we don't take that next incremental step forward, we don't have that breakthrough because we stopped before. So keep on going, keep on going, keep on going. Mm. Yes. Amen. Well, I thank you for joining us today, listeners. Thank you, Patty, for being on with me. I hope that you all have a blessed week and I will talk to you next week.